Let us worship God. first reading this morning is the book of Exodus, beginning with chapter 15, verse 22. In preparation to hear these words, let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks for these ancient words and for the lives of those who have carried them down throughout the ages. We ask that you would open our hearts and minds this morning, that your fresh word 
might fall upon us this day. Amen. Then Moses ordered Israel to set out from the Red Sea, and they went into the wilderness of Shur. They went for three days in the wilderness and found no water. When they came to Marah, they could not drink the water of Marah because it was bitter. That is why it was called Marah. And the people complained against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? He cried out to God, and God showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water, and the water became sweet. There the Holy One made for them a statute and an ordinance and put them to the test. God said, if you will listen carefully to the voice of God and do what is right in God's sight and give heed to the commandments and keep all God's statutes, I will not bring upon you any of the diseases that I brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Holy One who heals you. Then they came to Elim, where there were twelve springs of water and seventy palm trees, and they camped there by the water. The whole congregation of the Israelites set out from Elim, and Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai, on the fifteenth day of the second month after they had departed from the land of Egypt. The whole congregation of the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the hand of God in the land of Egypt when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread, for you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then God said to Moses, I am going to rain bread from heaven for you. And each day the people shall go out and gather enough for that day. In that way, I will test them, whether they will follow my instruction or not. On the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather on other days. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God. The journey, the journey, the journey is long. 
The journey, the journey, the journey is long. The journey, the journey, the journey is long. Walk with me for 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 the journey is long. The journey, the journey, 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 the journey is long. The second reading from the Gospel of Matthew. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted there for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word which comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, Do not put the Holy One, your God, to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, all these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, away with you now, Satan, for it is written, worship the Holy One, your God, and serve only God. Then the devil left him and angels came and waited on him. Good morning, everybody. It's a great pleasure to be with you this morning, especially for the first time sharing this word with you. Well, how about we explore in between times this morning? And that's because this congregation is in an in between time, right? In between what? in between eras, different eras of leadership and ways of living together. You will recall that the pastor who had been here for many, many years, Pastor Jeff, is no longer here. He's gone. And so did a lot of the expectations and assumptions uh, that you all lived by, went with him. And so that ended an era. And we're not to the new era yet, when new leadership has been selected and a new era of expectations and assumptions begins. So we're in that in-between time, which in the church world we call interim time. Now this in-between time or interim time has been the same for people throughout the ages, the same kinds of characteristics and qualities 
which affect us and guide us during an interim or in between time are the same ones that people had to deal with during their own interim times 2,000 years ago, 4,000 years ago. And I thought we might take a look at two in-between times from the ancient world and see what we can learn about the qualities and requirements and realities of being in the in-between time together. First of all, there's the well-known story of Moses just after he crosses the Red Sea and leaves behind Pharaoh and his army. And all the Israelites are coming out of all their years in bondage, all their years of slavery. The era is over. They're free, kind of. And they have to march and find a place. God said there was a promised land somewhere. Moses said he knew where it was. Let's follow him. And so after three days in the wilderness, they come to a place called Marah. They're still pretty good spirits at this point, apparently, but when they discover that after three days without much to drink, that this, this pool of water is alkalied and not fit to drink, well, what would you do? They started to murmur. They started to realize that this in-between time, this journey, was going to be probably more difficult and include unexpected things, and they start to murmur. What about this Moses? Is he really hearing the voice of God? Or is he making it up as he goes? Murmurings, you know. I guess in church we call this gossip more than murmurings, don't we? Did you hear what Pastor Jenna wants to do next? <laughs> Did you hear what the leadership... Who picked those leaders anyway? Yeah. So... The murmuring kind of starts, right? Well, they continue on their journey. Uh, not after God gives them a bit of relief and help by directing Moses to take a piece of wood and throw it into the spring, and then the water became sweet. So, so far, so good. They're on their way again in this in-between time. And they come next to another place which... I love the title of this. It's called The Twelve Springs and the Seventy Palm Trees. Now, to me, that sounds like a Las Vegas casino, doesn't it? <laughs> Welcome to the Twelve Springs and the Seventy Palms. We're here for you. Well, this place had sweet water and actually still has sweet water there to this day. It's still an oasis, and people still journey there and seek refuge. Only they're tired now, and they start complaining. And this is out loud complaining, and this is getting more and more vigorous because they're getting more tired and more anxious as the days go by. They don't know where they're going. Well, they continue on their way after doing some complaining, and God again provides for them bread. Just enough for the day. Moses, I'll give your people bread, but just enough for the day. Therefore, they'll trust me. And so on they go in their journey. And they're still a long way from the promised land. 
and from the new era. They're heading for Mount Sinai and the Ten Commandments and a whole new era of leadership and community. But not yet. Not yet. Let's take a moment, too, to look at the, uh, the in-between time that Jesus experienced in that passage from Matthew. We pick him up in that story at, uh, at the synagogue just before that story. He's uh, part of the synagogue life. He's probably got a pretty good life there, being a scholar, being a listener, being among the men. And uh, he goes off to be baptized one day, and what happens to him? The heavens are open. This moment in his life, which will change his life, he hears a voice saying, You are my beloved. I am well pleased with you. So this shook him. This started really his in-between time. How am I going to make sense of this voice, of this calling? What's next? He retreats to the wilderness, or God leads him to the wilderness, right? For 40 days and 40 nights, which means a long, long time. And what happens to him there? Who does he meet first? The devil. He's the very first person or creature or reality that he meets. The one who tempts him to his core and asks him, who are you going to be in the next era? The heavens have been opened. Who will you be? And after taking Jesus through these three temptations, we find out that still in this in-between time, the devil goes off and the angels come to minister to him. Okay? So once again, God appears and nourishes and leads so let's think about these two stories uh, as having certain realities and characteristics in the in-between times. First of all, I, I think the real apparent characteristic is the murmuring, the complaining, which really mean loss and anxiety, right? Loss and anxiety. That's the first part of the journey into the in-between time, and we know that. We've all experienced in-between times in our families, in our lives, in our nation. The first reality there is there's loss and there's anxiety to deal with. The second reality that I think was true for the Israelites and for Jesus and for us now in this in-between time is that this time sort of interrupts our established sense of identity and purpose and asks something different from us, right? And you know as well as I do, it's not a pretty thing to have your identity and purpose interrupted, is it? It's very uncomfortable. It's difficult, but it's one of the necessary tasks in this in-between time, because the old ways are gone, something new is coming which will require different things from me, so how do I need to adjust? 
both in identity, who are we, and purpose. Where will we be heading together? That's what the mission study is struggling with now. That's what the pastor nominating committee will be studying, uh, struggling with quite soon. And the third reality, I think, that I saw in both stories and both in between times, and I see it now, and I've seen it in all the interims I've been a part of, help comes from beyond. Help comes from beyond. And as a way of breaking into the murmuring and the complaining and the interrupting, and help comes from beyond. How did it come for the Israelites on their journey? Well, a piece of wood that made the water sweet, right? And next, the 12 palms, uh, 12 springs and 70 palms casino resort, right? Saunas and the whole bit for a few days. And then the voice of God speaking to Moses. Moses continuing to give them a connection to God, a leader they can trust and fuss against and continue to follow. So that was the, the way that the help was coming in from beyond. And how about, how about the help coming in from beyond to Jesus? Well, the first helper was who? The devil. Ah, not the helper he was probably expecting, not the helper we expect, but what a great interrupter of things. And so I, we're not told that Jesus complained or murmured much in this time, right? We don't know what he did or said, but I can just kind of imagine him in that time saying, what? I'm the beloved son. You're well pleased with me. You take me out here into the wilderness, and I got to deal with the devil. Thanks, Submit. But after the devil and after the interruptions and the reorganizing of Jesus, getting ready, leaving behind the old era of being in the synagogue, getting ready to enter the new era of being on the streets, what happens next? Who comes to him next? Angels ministered to him. Angels ministered to him. And it's the same for our in-between times, I think. We certainly have the loss and the anxiety. We certainly have the interruption of the way we did things, the way we thought of ourselves, the way we think of our purpose. And we also, as people of faith, have that same sense that there will be help from beyond. Somehow, somewhere, it will break in among you in an unlikely way and take you one more step toward the next era in your life together. That's what's coming, folks. That's what we're in the middle of. Thanks be to God for these in-between times.
As we continue now with the prayer chants, you are invited in the silence of your hearts to offer your prayers of intercession and supplication, those prayers for the world, for those you love, and for yourself to be given to God.
pray. Eternal Spirit, living God in whom we live and move and have our being, all that we are, have been, and shall be is known to you, to the very secret of our hearts and all that rises to trouble us. Living flame, burn into us. Cleansing wind, blow through us. Fountain of water, well up within us, that we may love and praise in deed and in truth. Amen. And may the grace of God who created you in love, the peace of Christ who teaches it is possible to be love, and the power of the Spirit who calls you ever forward into new experiences of love, be and abide with you this day, this week and evermore. Amen. Go in peace.